Welcome to the All One Faith Podcast. My name is Matab Isla and I'm your host. This is a place where we can talk all about spirituality, self-love, healing, manifesting, and so much more. Join me as we dive deep into my own personal stories and lessons learned to inspire you to become your highest self. Thank you for tuning in today and let's get started on today's topic. Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining me again this week. I'm so excited to have you here. Today's episode, we're going to be talking all about how we can turn our pain into our prosperity. We're going to be going deep into what alchemy is, how to use dark feminine healing to become the best version of ourselves, and really embody our highest selves because that's what we're here to do. We are here to live out our purpose. We are here to grow, evolve, and learn. And that can only be done through experiencing hardship and pain. So let's get into this episode. I'm so excited to be talking about my own experience and my own journey today, and hopefully this helps you out. So you may have heard of alchemy, which is transforming different properties within matter. But there's also spiritual alchemy, which is all about freeing our spiritual selves and getting back to our most pure, authentic being. Spiritual alchemy does this by removing every part of yourself that is not true. So any fears, personal limiting beliefs, self-loathing, any of that is things that we have to strip away and get back to our pure essence. We come into this world as absolutely perfect, pure beings, and we still are as we grow up, but that gets hidden beneath all the layers of our programming and conditioning. Now, when you think of a baby, you just think of how pure and innocent they are, and that is still within us, but it is deep under the layers that our mind has created. To simplify spiritual alchemy, we can break it down into seven different parts explaining how we can turn this pain that we have felt and any rage or darkness within us, how we can turn that into light and how we can make that pure magic and turn our lives around. So the first step is all about breaking down parts of ourselves that are in the way of our own happiness. And yes, you heard me right. We are stepping in the way of our own happiness because we'd rather fulfill the idea of perfection than truly be happy in the moment with what we already have. This step is all about breaking down our ego, our self-doubt, our stubbornness, our self-sabotaging behaviors, our pride, arrogance, and all of that. We need to put it aside so we can find peace and find out what is underneath. But we can't do that until we break down that first barrier. Often we can relate this to a spiritual awakening when we are first learning about how the ego works or if however you got into your spiritual journey. I'm sure you've experienced this where you start to question your thought patterns, your beliefs, all of that. You start to realize what the ego is and how you are more than just your body, right? So once we start to have that awakening process, we can go through this breaking down of our ego, our self-doubt, our sabotaging behaviors. And when I first went through my awakening, there was so much breaking down to be had and it was terrifying. It's almost like everything you once knew is just crumpling down around you and it's so scary, especially when you don't understand what is really going on. But as I went deeper into spirituality and my journey, I understood that I was becoming aware of my own, you know, limiting thoughts, patterns, behaviors, and 
it was time for me to release those. So I really had this belief that I was never good enough, that no matter what I did, how hard I tried, that I could never be enough for anyone in my life. And I developed that belief just through society, you know, making me feel like I don't look good enough or my family making me feel like I don't do enough when it comes to school or work or whatever it may be. And that belief stuck with me. So I, whenever I thought I, you know, wanted a new opportunity or something came my way or I wanted to pursue something, well, I thought, you know, I'm not good enough for this. Why me? I don't deserve that. I'm not worthy of that, right? So uh, subconsciously, I was blocking those opportunities from coming my way because I believed I was not good enough. So I had to release that in order for me to even, you know, open up the possibilities that the universe was presenting to me. And this brings me to the second step, which is identifying less with our false sense of self. And this sense of self is our ego creating these stories about who we are and what we should be like. But most of the time, none of that is true on who we think we should be because a lot of that belief system has just been programmed and conditioned from us since we were kids and we've just been, you know, raised with that and we believe it to be true and we just keep on repeating these stories over and over again about who we think we are. Now, like I was saying, before I went through my awakening, I really thought I wasn't good enough. I thought I was unworthy. I thought I didn't deserve love. And because of that, you know, I experienced reflections of that throughout my life and my relationships and my partnerships. But it was really once I started to realize, wait a minute, this is just a story that my mind has been creating that I am not enough. And it wasn't true because... We are all perfectly enough. We are more than enough. And we deserve abundance, joy, love. So many beautiful things. And this brings me to the third step, which is really becoming in tune with our true feelings and really understanding ourselves on a deeper level. And it's going in and doing that shadow work and allowing our feelings to come to the surface uh, that we have stuffed down and haven't wanted to deal with right when we do that then we create these blocks within us and it's time to release that now it can be a really scary thing to go deep within yourself and bring those feelings to the surface that you have been avoiding for so long because you will probably cry and you will feel that pain again but the whole point of shadow work and facing you know the shadows and darkness within us is so that we can bring them to the surface to see the light to see love and it's so important to do this because otherwise those shadows will be inside of you forever and you don't want that because if you are trying to better yourself better your life manifest certain things for yourself you won't be able to do that unless you release these limiting beliefs you have so tapping into our shadows is also really related to the dark feminine because the dark feminine is all about the expression of the dark energies that captures the mysteries, the magic, the chaos, and the destruction, death, and rebirth of, you know, life and all that energy, the transformation, the rage, and all that that 
we feel is really the important side of life. Not everything is about light and love. There's also another side to the equation that is about death, destruction, darkness, that is also just as necessary as the light. They can't coexist without one another. So it's important that we face both and that we understand that it is required of us to work with both of these energies to really understand ourselves on a deeper level. Again, we are trying to get to that pure essence of who we are. And it's really vital that we understand that dark and light cannot live without each other and they live within side of us too. And that's totally okay, right? So we need to look at both sides. So don't be afraid to go and step into that dark side that you know, the shadows within us because they have their purpose. And once we look at that and show them love as well, we can really understand what their purpose was. Now, in our society, women have been suppressed from really tapping into this dark side. You know, we're told that it's not ladylike to be, feel the rage or be fierce. But if we do tap into these darker energies, we have the ability to really manifest what we want to bring into our lives and balance the light and dark within ourselves. Again, we can't be afraid to go to the darkness because it's crucial for transmuting that into light. By doing this, you're regenerating fragments of parts of yourself that felt lost into something extraordinary, and that is pure dark feminine magic. So the limiting beliefs that I did hold about being unworthy and undeserving of love were aspects of my wounded feminine. And once you tap into this darker side, I was able to really get the strength and courage needed to create clear boundaries in my life about what I did and did not allow. I used to be so afraid of saying no to people. And because of this, I was taken advantage of and I was put in situations where I felt extremely uncomfortable. And because of that, I also faced a lot of sexual trauma, a lot of, you know, trauma just in my life because I wasn't able to say no when I needed to. And again, that's because I wasn't tapped into this darker feminine aspect of myself of standing up for myself, saying no, saying what I needed. And because of that, I, you know, went through all these things. But then again, that had a purpose because when I looked at it, when I went deep within me, I understood the purpose was for me to realize that I can say no. I can stand up for myself. I am worthy. And basically, this entire process transformed me from me thinking I was a victim of life to realizing that, no, I am in charge of my life. Which this ties into the fourth step, which is really truly and honestly accepting all parts of our authentic self. Again, accepting the light and the dark within us because they are both necessary. So you may have just heard my story and be wondering, okay, how do I actually go about this? So my biggest tip is really journaling and writing down or just reflecting on your life. Again, it's going deep within yourself and finding those shadows, finding those things that trigger you and trying to understand where they come from and what their purpose is. The fourth step also requires a lot of self-forgiveness. Now, this is vital because if we don't forgive ourselves, then again, we're just keeping the shadows stuffed within us and we're not transmuting them into light. But 
by forgiving ourselves, we are telling ourselves that what we went through in the past or the things that brought us pain, you know, trauma, whatever it was, all of those things were had its purpose. And it was teaching us to become better, to evolve. So how I practice this and continue to do so is by meditating and reflecting back on moments of my life where I did feel unworthy or felt that negative emotion. So it's reliving that experience, but seeing it from the eyes of love. And once you understand the purpose that that experience brought you, that that pain brought you, you can see it from the eyes of love. And by doing that, you're transmuting that pain into light and you're taking that light and creating something beautiful with it. In my journey so far, it has been about turning that pain and rage and anger I felt in the past. And once I understood the purpose that pain had for me, then I didn't have to live with that pain anymore. And I freed myself from the blocks that I was holding within me. And those blocks need to be removed for you to even be able to open your mind up to possibilities and blessings that the universe wants to bring forward for you. And now that I have turned that pain into light, I am able to inspire others to do the same. And I never would have thought this was even possible if I hadn't dealt with those shadows and those emotions that I had stuffed down. And I'm now turning all of that negative experience that I felt in my life into something positive and beautiful and it's a creative expression of me and what I experienced in the past is not who I am and it I didn't let it define me anymore and now I'm creating who I want to be. I'm manifesting the life that I want for myself and you can do this too. So again, this leads me to the fifth step, which is all about the beginning and the process of rebirth. It's once you've experience the death and the destruction and breaking down those egoic, you know, limiting beliefs, the stories that you've created. Once you've dealt with those emotions, you freed yourself from that, then we can change our narrative and rebirth who we want to be. And we can break down this rebirth into two parts itself. We have purification, which is that, you know, turning the darkness into the light and purifying all of the negative energy that has been stored within our body, within our mind, within our spirit, once we've purified that, then we allow our conscious to actually experience the light. And that's about spiritization. And we can view the world in a new light and see the world for what it is and understand the purpose that the darkness has in the world. Because once we understand the purpose that the darkness had within our own lives, we understand why it happens, you know, in the rest of the world. Before I went through the purification process, I used to view the world through a very negative and cynical lens. And I thought there was no purpose to life. I thought there was no point to any of this. And I thought it was just to experience pain and, you know, sometimes pleasure, but for the most part, there was really nothing. I had no belief um, in anything outside of me. But once I went through this process, I understood that all of this has its purpose. And I have my own purpose. Everyone has their own unique purpose in life. And it brought me a renewed sense of hope and optimism for the future. And I continue to push forward with that. And I think it's so necessary for more of us to bring this sense of hope and light into the world because so many people right now are experiencing so much darkness. 
The seventh step is all about living in a space of peace. And this is really what I'm working on currently, which is no matter what happens, what events come your way, any negative things that happen to you, that you still experience peace, that you don't let it affect your mental well-being, you don't let it get to you on a deep level, and no matter what happens, you know you're going to be okay, so you're always in a state of inner peace. This step can also be defined as self-realization or spiritual enlightenment, and once we really understand that there is nothing that can take away our peace of mind, you know, because we are always whole. We are always have that pure essence within us. And if we always are within that energy, then nothing can take that peace away from us. And now I would say this is a harder transformation step. And most people don't necessarily experience this level um, of peace in their lives. But that doesn't mean we can't because it is a limiting belief to think that we can't reach this level and I am striving to reach this and the way we can do that is by again it's breaking down all of the things that we believe to be things that are holding us back when really the only thing that is holding you back is yourself. A lot of this also has to do with being really present in the moment and a great way to practice that is by doing, you know, meditation, yoga, and self-inquiry. So again, it's questioning where your beliefs and your thought systems come from. Now, recently, I've noticed that this is definitely something that happens in my life that I'm currently working on because I noticed that even just a few minor things that have happened to me that I perceived as negative ruined my whole day. And I realized that that didn't have to be the case. I didn't have to make, you know, those negative experiences throw me off and take away my peace because we are choosing to give away our peace when we give something that happens to us, you know, that energy. We basically decide, you know, I because this thing happened to me, I'm going to let it take away my peace. And I don't want to make that choice anymore. So that's what I'm going to be working on. Um, and that's what I'm going to be manifesting for myself because I don't want, you know, just some minor inconvenience in my day to take away the happiness and joy that I feel in my heart. The best way to practice this is when you are experiencing that trigger, that something that is really bothering you and is, you know, making you upset or angry, it's to right there in the moment practice self-inquiry, which is being aware that, okay, right now I'm experiencing anger, you know, I'm being upset or whatever it may be. And then you ask yourself, why? Why am I feeling this type of way? What inside of me is causing me to feel this anger? Because even though something happens and you feel that anger, it's really you're choosing to let it take that, you know, away from you, let it take that piece away from you. So I had to ask myself, why is this happening? Why am I allowing this to happen? So this sixth step is really another level of deep purification and it's really getting down to that pure essence of who we are and being able to live in that vibration in the present moment at all times. So the seventh and final step is becoming free of our minds and our egos and just allowing our consciousness, our souls, or our spirits to live in that pure, raw, perfect, loving energy and vibration. 
This is the meeting point between two opposites, between this spiritual self and heaven and hell, life and death. It's the point where existence becomes self-aware and we can live our lives without duality because we see all as oneness. And this is when matter becomes spirit and spirit is manifested into material form, which is our body. For this step, I think it's really important to, again, connect to our spirit and our true essence. And my favorite way to do that is by practicing yoga. And I recommend that you try out different, you know, practices that get you in touch with your soul. Now, for me, it's yoga, but for you, it may be something else. And that's why I think, you know, there's no one-size approach that will work for everyone, but I suggest you try out different things and see what really makes you excited to tap into that spiritual side of yourself. So those are all the seven steps to spiritual alchemy and how we can free our minds, free ourselves from these limiting beliefs, and really live in that pure, raw, loving energy that we really are to our essence, to our core. And I'm so happy to announce that I'm actually currently working on a video guided course that will teach you how to actually tap into this side of yourself or how to connect to your highest self. So that will be released in a few weeks and I can't wait to share that with you all. And in the meantime, if you have any other questions about this, feel free to reach me. I will be more than happy to connect with you all. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I'd really appreciate if you could leave a rating for me. It really helps out this show and we can bring more light and more awareness to other people. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to connect with me on my website at allonefaith.co or my Instagram at allonefaith. DM me any suggestions you have for future topics. I'd love to hear from you. As always, sending you love and until next time.